Welcome to 8 with 8, a podcast from Ohio State Support Team 8, where we share what's on our minds and what's in the research from the field of education. We're continuing our season on ramping up relationships, and in this episode, you'll hear from two of our consultants, Stacy Smith and Stephanie Denham. They're both coaches for PBIS in our region, and as you can probably tell from their conversation, they're friends too. Today, they'll talk about how having strong, positive, and productive relationships with colleagues is one of the best things that educators can do to advance student achievement. Stick around. Hi, this is Stacy, and I'm here with my coworker and friend, Stephanie. Hey, Stacy. I always love chatting with you. Thanks for asking me to do it on a recording this time. For sure. I'm glad to have you here, Steph. So, Steph, I just wanted to share a little bit with you about ramping up relationships when we're talking about staff. And I think it'll come as no surprise to anybody who spent time in a school that teachers, students, and entire learning communities can benefit immensely from friendships among adults. So the other piece I wanted to tell you about is I recently read an article called What Difference Can Teacher Friendships Make at School? And in that article, Jennings talks about the fact that collective efficacy has been identified as the most influential factor in promoting student achievement, even higher than students' socioeconomic status, their prior achievement, or even the quality of their home and parent support. That's really interesting. So when we think about um, that collective efficacy, Stacy, this is really getting at the uh, research of John Hattie, and those of you in the field of education know that Hattie is um, a researcher of the research, and so he has done a gigantic worldwide uh, meta-analysis of positive influences in school buildings, and it's really nice to hear that something like collective efficacy is so important because that is in the control of teachers, and it's kind of a fun one to play with. And those of you that are new to this research, um, collective efficacy is just really that overwhelming power that any group of people can make a difference, that they can come together, they can solve problems, and they can overcome challenges. So Steph, when you think about collective efficacy, how could you build that in schools? Or maybe the better question is, what have you already seen when you've been in schools? That's a really good question. Um, We do have the privilege of going to fantastic schools in three counties here at Ohio. And the first one that comes to mind um, are a bunch of schools in Medina City School District. And what they do is um, during their staff meetings, they do a staff recognition. And that looks like um, a staff member will come with some sort of statue or a certificate. And they have prepared talking points or a little speech acknowledging a peer in that staff meeting and in their building that has been a good support to them over the past month. It's completely teacher-led, and staff just acknowledge each other and build each other up. And so that is a way to kind of keep that collaboration and that climate uh, very positive tone setter um, and keep those relationships ramping up. That's such a, that's so cool. And I love that it's teacher-initiated. And I I bet more people are willing to come to staff meetings when they know their chants are getting acknowledged. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) So, Steph, when I think about some of the schools I've been in, one that stands out to me all the time is, you know, I've read about you can do things with sticky notes and just simple going in somebody's classroom and writing something down and leaving it on their door. But one I saw in Akron's early learning program, they had a shout out board 
and they would just put post-it notes acknowledging other staff members for something that they saw going on or something that person did for them or for a student. But what was so cool to me is they shared a story with us that they had a new student coming to enroll into the school and um, the older sibling was with them and was real concerned about their younger sibling starting into school. And the, the older sibling was reading the shout out board. And as she read the shout out board, she turned to her mom and said, if this is how teachers treat each other here, my little brother can go to school here. Oh my gosh. That is wonderful. I'm thinking about my own two little ones. And we have been in buildings where you just see that climate where you can tell that people want to be there for each other, want to be there for the students. And I think that's a fantastic, both use of technology and a fantastic example for, for that family. Right. And that group even went ahead and changed it to a Jamboard now since they're not, since they're not face-to-face, -face, they're still doing the same thing, but using a Jamboard. <laughs> I love that. I love it. Well, and another one, you know, these are great school examples, but I think we've also have a really good district example in our back pocket, and that's from Brunswick City Schools. So Brunswick has a ton of buildings and a ton of work that have been state recognized for their use of positive behavior interventions and supports. And every year, the school district recognizes students, employees, and community members as what they call a PRIDE Award recipient. And PRIDE is their PBIS acronym, and that stands for performance, respect, integrity, determination, and effort. And they were actually um, scheduled to do a Board of Education meeting ceremony for these uh, people, for the Pride Award recipients. But because of COVID, that has been switched to a virtual presentation. And so we'll make sure to link that in um, the show notes. But I thought just a wonderful way to both show a connection to the PBIS framework and acknowledge people in their district that are really upholding those values of importance. Yeah, that's so awesome because that is the whole district too, not just an individual building. All these strategies sound so great and we know that they impact even more than just staff relationships. We're so privileged because we've both gotten to be in these schools and we just definitely see the impact, you know, how it impacts just that overall climate of the building. Yeah, so it really makes me um, visualize the research that we started with today. I know that these were just three little small shout outs um, in our short podcast today, but I really look forward to seeing more. You know, as I think about the staff and those buildings that we described, it really isn't a surprise now to me that collective belief of teachers in these buildings that they can make an, a difference really do make a difference, even more so than a student's prior achievement or the skills they come in with. That's so important stuff. And so just to recap, Staff relationships matter, right? <laughs> they Absolutely. matter a lot. So positive relationships, they impact the climate, the academic achievement, and really overall job satis satisfaction. So we've shared several examples, and now it's your turn. What will you do to ramp up staff relationships in your school? And that's it for another episode of Eight with Eight. I am thrilled that this conversation gave us a chance to give a shout out to a few of our region's districts. Does your district or school have a great way of supporting educators and colleagues? Share it with us on Twitter. We are at OhioSST8. We're always collecting creative ideas and examples that we can share with others. If you'd like to learn more on this topic, head on over to our website. It's sst8.org slash podcast.aspx. Stacey and Stephanie have linked a few articles on this topic to help you delve even deeper. 
Until next time, thanks for listening to 8 with 8. And be sure to join us next week as we discuss strategies for teachers in schools building positive relationships with families.